This is the whatever you say. This is the whatever you say podcast. This is the whatever you say podcast. I don't think it's white folks. I think it's Negroes. I do not think this is white folks. It could be. <laughs> it could be white folks. But I think it's Negro. I think a Negro did this. This is the Whatever You Say podcast. How often these type of conversations come up on the movie set? Does it's kind of? Uh, I try not to talk to people on the set because when I do talk, this is what I talk about. You stay in character mode. Yeah, and and the reason is is I'm I'm old enough now to where I don't really give a damn about what you think, you know. And I've I've enjoyed myself acting to the point to where. Um, if it if it pops, you know I'm blessed. This I believe nigga, hey, I'll be happy, but I ain't finna sit here and let you discomfort me in my time nigga, of living. This nigga angry man on the set. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sit your ass down, man. Sit your ass. Down. <laughs> we were talking about this before before we started with actors trying to get in the game, and with all these apps coming out now and. They're letting anybody make a movie, and they're putting everything out saying? there. Is it, is it kind of like a gold rush thing? Like it's kind of <laughs> like a good time, right now, if you want to get into, kind of grassroots acting and production, and you can actually get your stuff on TV on an app, and you know it, it seems like this is a good time. But or or is it? At the, on the other hand, it kind of looks like they're letting just anything through the dough. No, but see, that's what makes it a good time, though, because. When you allow people to be creative, then you have an opportunity to see what's out there. Do you kind of lose quality, though? But that's okay, though, because when you take in quantity, it gives you the opportunity to access quality. Look over everything. Yeah, because a lot of times what they do in this industry, it's like this. Oh, you don't have a name. And they move on. Yeah. They And you may be great. It may be something that changes the world. But they'll never give it a chance because I don't know your name. Yeah. You don't have enough followers. When you could pitch them something that could blow their mind, but you don't even get an opportunity to talk to them because they look at the name and whatever, and they move to the next contestant. What Would you be salty if they took an idea? I know you said you got some uh, directing and producing things coming up. Would you be salty if they took your idea and – and gave it to somebody bigger with a name? Uh, as long bu- as they big- paid me for it, I don't care what they do Bigger with budget it. and all that? If they pay me, I don't care what they do they with cut it. cut the check, man. I'll give a damn. That's it. It's yours. Now, if I want to really <laughs> direct it, I'll keep it and take the loss on it. But I ain't looking at taking no losses right now. I've been doing this for too long to try to make money. And yeah. that's the goal, the end goal. And people can lie and say what they want to. They do it for the love. Yeah, I love it. But I'm hungry, too. I ain't thirsty. I'm hungry. You ain't got at my girl, Nicole Jocelyn. I'm going to give her a shout out right now. I know Nicole. Nicole Jocelyn, man, she had the, um, she was a part of the, the Black Cowboy documentary that they had. Uh, yeah, Nicole with ago. the pretty skin. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, very beautiful. But she, she's been in the mix for a while, man. And you, you got it, you got it honest, man. Where are you from? You say you're from Mississippi? Yeah, man, Cleveland. You got it, you got it honest, boy. 
Nicole, if you, you listen to this, put, put my man, you know, get him in the game. We was at the reading here not too long ago, Nicole, so I know you remember. You been reading? Knowing me. We know, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been knowing each other. We went to a reading for uh, LaRon Chapman. He's okay. another local artist. He's got a movie. He wrote, a, wrote one called You People. He's got a lot of uh, recommendations for it. Go on the road right now. Who are some of the folks you work with that you respect out here who's really making some moves out here that you see? Um, there is a sound guy, uh, Brian Gilliland. He's probably been my biggest proponent, um, since I started. He's the one, uh, one of those guys I was telling you about, uh, that helped me with the thunder. And like, okay. he was like, every time I talked to them, he, they basically just relayed to me, of, you know, the confidence that he had in me. And, you know, that was that took me a long way with those guys. Hey, there was a five year run where every time you watch a Thunder game, my man was on three of them commercials. Yeah, that was a good time. He had, you know, he was on three of them. He was getting it in, man. That was a good time to go to the games with my son and see myself. He was getting it in. Nah, man, that that was good shit right there. What? I mean, are we getting back into that? Have have we? Have you kind of graduated past that? Yeah, that's um. That type of work you have to kind of graduate from because it it is lower corporate work, and, and that'll be all you're getting. That's what that's how and, and it's it's understandable because say if if I was playing the cello at a, a semi pro level, and then I go up to the the top level and I'm playing up there, and then somebody comes down who paid to see me at the top level, right? They're not gonna be happy about that. Right. So you kind of got to set yourself up. And the way people see you in your image, because if they see you as commercial, that's what they're going to see you as. Now, I will do some some online stuff because it pays better, mm-hmm. but only because it pays better. And you get you do get more rep- recognition out there. And I believe that every time they show my face in the universe, it increases my opportunity to be seen again. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. I remember that reminds me. I, I, I saw. uh uh, what's his name? Comedian, wilding out. DC Young Fly, redo some old school movie and kind of do it new school style, but it was a comedy. And they want him to do like a part two or part three or something, and he turned it down. And he said it was for more money, too. And he said, but I, I didn't want them to think that's all, you know, I could do is is just young, goofy, you know, urban roles, you know. And I said, okay, I, you know, I get that. Because they will typecast you. Yeah, yeah. Typecasting is a real thing, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you you, you look, played you played a pretty eclectic array of characters, though. It's how I planned it, though. Yeah. It's it it's not that I went and picked those roles, but I I turned down a lot of roles to be able to do that, and a lot of people didn't understand it. They looked at me. They still look at me weird today. But I want to be in control. I want to shape what I have because I know what I have mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let anybody else tell me different because like I said, that's a form of slavery. Yeah. Man, I'm not going, I'm not going to let you do it to me. Other people can let you do it to them, you know, and I don't care if you get mad at me, but just make sure you know who you are. And that way you ain't got to come trying to tell me who I am. Well, with all that being said, let me apologize for calling you country. Don't put my man in no in no box. Hey, no, nah, I'll take right. it. Hey, I'll take it because <laughs> don't, don't put my man in no box. Hey, because I can be um, intelligent also. We can take it to another level. Well. Hey, man, you can be in the next glory. <laughs> What's the movie you get in? Turn into glory. 
That'd be beautiful. I see a boss every day. What you want me to do? Where are you with that, man? Where, where, with 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 the black movies, you like the way the 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 Oscars and Academy Academy Awards and seem like every year now, ever since I don't know 2018, every year it's a kind of a fight. It's a little little riff, a little tiff between black actors and 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 these Academy Awards shows. Oh well, I mean that's just like I said, microchasm of our country. Um, yeah, we always got to be the ones to uh, to represent ourselves that way, and nobody else is acceptable for anybody else. We are; it's only acceptable for us to do it on TV. Yeah. You know, like when Will did what he did. I don't know if it was planned or not. I really don't. Time really? was. I don't. I don't you, because you think it's a chance that it was. Well, knowing what I know about the business, just about everything is planned in this business. Do you think, uh, with that being said, I won't cut you off, but Janet Jackson, the nipple slip, was that planned? She had an album coming out that, like, in a, a week or two after that. You, There aren't a lot of things that go off that are not planned. I'm telling you, these folks plan. Hey, let me... You let think me, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock was planned? I, I'll say one thing is, I know Chris Rock is... He's not the maximum intelligent person that, you know, that that Will, because Will is a really smart guy. And when Chris came out, I remember thinking, like, like is this guy all there? I really thought that. I didn't never you mean, think. You mean as a comedian as he a, started his career? No, I mean mentally. I didn't think he was, <laughs> like, I always thought he was a little off. Chris Rock's a smart guy, man. I'm telling you when he first started what I thought. Okay, okay. So, for... I'm going to get you a sucker. I want one rib. You, you but, thought he was... But, no, I mean, like, <laughs> not just that guy. Okay. Just, he never played anything above that. Okay, I feel you. So, feel you. he played to that. Okay. I get you. I get you. And... CB4. For him, yes. Okay. So for him to stand there with his hands behind his back with another man approaching him aggressively, it just, for me, I would have at least been like, like, look at what I'm doing here. There's no way he thought he was going to do that, though. But still, I, as a reactor, trust me, what I'm taught is this. You are at, you pay, and see, here's the thing that people don't understand. It's like, when a cop put their knee on somebody's neck, the cops say, well, that's what we're taught. You guys don't understand. Uh-huh. Here's what people don't understand about the acting business. Uh-huh. There's a certain way things have to be done. So if somebody's coming towards you, your natural reaction is to do what? I mean, especially if they're coming aggressively. Is it to lean in or at least nudge away? It, doesn't, it only has to be this much. But if you watch that video, hey, he leaned in. Well, Look at it in slow motion. I'll watch it with you. He leaned in. <laughs> and I was like, and that's what put the doubt in my I said, did he lean in? Well, <laughs> and Will slapped the shit out of him. He I slapped mean, the shit out He did. He looked like Pookie after he slapped him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> So, so the whole Jada Pink that the, her her looking at him like that, like you gonna let him say that? Like you think that that was all? That was all made up, bro. That was all of that. Everybody have their role, 
But Everybody. No, let me let me say this. Knowing what we know about their little relationship with the you know with the entanglement and all that, doesn't that kind of make sense though? That that he was kind of just had a moment where he, she got mad. She looked at him. He couldn't take it no more. But why would he get upset that she cheated? <laughs> I, I know. Well, because she cheated. That's why I would be upset. But he. But it's not even that she cheated. It's the fact that she be interviewing the nigga and be talking about him and all and. And, and niggas be like, you a weenie, and then that's the part. That's that's the part that hurts. Yeah. And, then, and then Chris Rock get up there and, and, and you know, he didn't clown him for that, but and then and then you get up there and clown your woman. And I can understand that. I can understand that in Will, yes. But, I mean, that's and I'm just speaking on... It still don't speak to Chris Rock leaning into that slap. And I'm just speaking on him being angry. You ain't got no reason to go up there and, and really do it, but, you know, just... Knowing what we know about them, you know, I'm sure we've been under some pressure, man. Hollywood is that. Do you know what Hollywood is? A cesspool of, of, of <laughs> money and, and, you know, money and, and, and creative people, though. It's, it's, a, it's a combination of. No, I mean the object itself. <laughs> wood. The wood made of ho- from the holly tree to create it oh oh well, you're talking about technically the actual word hollywood yes now nah, what's that explain that it was the wood that the uh spellcasters would use for wands back in the day to cast spells over people okay now casting spells look at the look it up that's what hollywood is the okay. wood itself, what that's saying? what they used. They said that it was a special kind of wood. And and they would use the wood in the movies or there's no, people behind the scenes? No, it was way, way, way before movies. This okay. is back in the Druid days. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And okay. like, um, who was that? Um, King Arthur's um, sorceress, the old white guy with the beard. <laughs> had the one one of the greatest I can't remember what his name was Melvin close I can't remember <laughs> it's something like that Merlin Merlin there you yes. go Merlin they're the saying, wizard hey they saying the dude was they're saying that like that type of wand yeah okay was made of holly from the holly tree and it was used for deception and visual that, deception and that's what movies are that's what movies are so take, take you to another world. Yeah. You know, all so they tell stuff. you what it is, and then people get mad and oh, they're trying to. No, they're not. They're telling you what it is. You're just not doing the research. Yeah. But now, now I always say, you know, I always tell people everybody's a, a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, a little bit, you know. And they say, well, how's that? They like, no, I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I say, so you believe everything you see on TV and reading the books, hear on the radio, you believe everything. I said, no, of course not. I say, well, okay, then you, uh, then you second guess some shit, huh? And see, that's the thing is then, they, then, then you, everybody got a little bit. They in got the bit. wrong term because it's not a conspiracy. It's just the fact that I'm wondering about something. That's all. And I don't believe what it was told to me. It don't make sense. In this, in the way that you told it to me, it don't make sense. So now I don't believe it. You want me to believe it because you got everybody else believing it. You put a word on it. And you know what? I think that type of uh, free thinking of possibility, doesn't that help your acting? 
Yes. Doesn't it? Yes. Like they, these are the possibilities of this particular story or or events, you know, this this lineup of events that happening, you know, or it went this way or it went that way. Doesn't that doesn't that give you that many more options to 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 kind of break down a scene? Yes. And that's actually how you should break your scene down. Right. Because you don't never know. You don't never know what that person across from you going to give you. Yeah. So if you practice 10 different ways, you're going to be ready for whatever. Actors and actresses, be a conspiracy theorist. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) My man Josiah just gave you the act. He just gave you the science now. He just gave you the action. He going to put them words in my mouth. Hey, uh, real quick, I, I, I kind of cut you short. Give, give your folks a shout out, man. Who are some of the folks that's out here what working with you and that's, that's impressing you in the Oklahoma movie scene? <laughs> you know, I'm actually Kyle Harris. He, um, he probably gave me the greatest confidence anybody in the world has ever given me. Yeah. And I don't even know if I can impress it upon him enough because I tell him every time I see him. But it's for this movie right here, Out of Exile. He was the director. And I told you I went to North Carolina four years ago. Uh-huh. Before that, he talked to me. And uh, he's like, I'm doing a movie, man, you know, thinking about, you know, having you in it. Everybody says that. I mean, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I go to North Carolina. He calls me while I'm in uh, while I'm in Atlanta. He's like, uh, what's up, bro? What you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, man. And he's like, remember that movie I told you about? He said, we're going to make it. I'm like, let's get it. He said, I'm just calling to see if you're still on board. Right. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Didn't hear from him forever. Came back here to Oklahoma City. I was here. Three days. I mean, I got my little rest in. I was cool. I was just about to get bored. Seriously. And ring, ring. I'm like, Kyle. Uh, he was like, brother, you are never going to believe this. Uh, I'm like, what's up? He said, you remember that movie I told you about? He said, we got the fucking funding. Mm-hmm. I was like, get out of here. He said, no. He said, you get out of here. He said, you remember that role I asked you to read for? Kill me, bro. Right. He said, you remember that role I asked you to read for? I was like, yeah. Remy. He was like, yeah. I got some good news and some bad news. I was like, dang. He said, I don't want you to be Remy no more. Because Remy was a snitch, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah. Which I didn't give a damn. He said, I don't want you to be Remy no more. He said, he said, I want you to be an FBI agent. He said, you think you could do that? He said, uh, plus there's more days, more lines, more money. He said, you think you could do that? I was like, hell yeah. yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> like, what happened to your actor? He said, okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. He said, we flew this F-bomb from New York to have a meeting with him and his agent. And he agreed. Hold on, you mean like F bomb? You mean the the new F bomb? Uh, uh, the F word. With the two G's? No. Oh, okay. okay. 
Oh, okay. You know, that's the new F-bomb. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know no more. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, he flew. He said we flew him out, him and his agent. And uh, he said, promise to give him exactly what we were giving you. Uh And uh, he said, these motherfuckers tried to rob us. He said that they, they knew we were getting ready to shoot in a couple of weeks. And he said they tried to rob us. And uh, he told him, he said, uh, you can get your sorry ass back on the plane because I've got an actor here in Oklahoma City that can act rings around your ass anyway. He uh, said, and we hung the phone up and called you. And this is the director? Yes. I and the writer. That. I heard that, man. That Man, that built me up so big. Yeah. Like, and then when the movie came out, to see everybody's reaction to my performance shh, made it all the better. I just told him, thank you, bro. And this is Out of Exile. Yes, it's on... Uh, yeah, go check that out, man. It's on Apple right now, Paramount. Uh, okay. Man, it's on pretty much just about every VOD right now that's, uh, that's out there. But, yeah, that... That guy is him and Al Merton. Al is a, he's a local uh, IT guy who, okay. who made a movie, the one I was telling you about. I don't know if this will be the name of it when it comes out, but it is now and it's going through the festivals. Uh, thank you, Amelia Earhart. But he okay. he also, he did an audition with me a what long time saying? ago. I did a movie called Lord Finn. And I auditioned <laughs> for one role, got another. And he was so touched by my role, he was crying in the audition. And so he called me whenever he got, he had uh, he had the role come up for this, and he was like, I'm not going to even have you audition. He said, I just know I want you for it. So that's the movie that's getting ready to come out. We're just, I'm really waiting to see what happens with it in the festivals, and, and I think it's probably going to, I think it's going to do well. No doubt, man. Congrats to you, man. Thank you, Good bro. luck to you, man. Thank you. Um... Now you've been at it for a while, man. I know it's a grind too, man. And and you know, what 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 is it? I mean, is it what's the grind like for for movie makers now? I mean, you got technology, but in order to act and to make a movie, you still got to be right there face to face and vibing off each other. In music, like we were saying earlier, you can email each other stuff. You don't even have to really be in the studio together. Uh, movie making, I, I appreciate that. At least you still gotta have that that one on one. You still gotta you still gotta trade energy. Yep. You know what I mean. In order to do it the right way, man, I can I can appreciate that part of it. Yep. It it is uh it speaks to that energy I was talking about earlier. It's when you're around somebody, there is an exchange, and and a lot of times. The person that we choose to be around, especially when you get to the level where where I'm, I'm at, if you can't be around somebody, you know it right off. Like you gotta sever that relationship because it's gonna mess with your success if you if you involve yourself with that person. So anybody you do go in and into it with, you gotta make sure from the jump that you're compatible. And once you do that, it's just the fact that you're the best way to write. I've found sitting with a lot of troops is that you come up with an idea after idea after idea. The one that makes somebody go, what? 
get the the one that gets the reaction. They go with that one. Yeah, that's the one you start with, and then you build from there, pretty much. So let's say you say the energy got to be right. Say, say you got that situation where you like the projects, a good opportunity, but yeah, your co-star man is. Well, if it's the co-star, you could deal with it because. Like I said, or director, I, producer, the, whatever. You when know. it's it's when you get down to more in the director zone, and it's a bad director, you really don't want to do it because, whatever like I say, said, you there comes a point when <laughs> you have to have a certain type of freedom in order to give a good product. Yeah, and if you're having to worry about, you know, what this director's thinking about, the minute you're worried about anything but your performance. You, you may as well not even be recording it because it's not going to be organic. And if it ain't organic, it's going to show through when they put that camera in your face. Music lovers like myself, you know, and especially of my age, similar age, they look at the music game and the hip-hop game and say, oh, it's, the, the music is terrible. These rappers are, they have no talent. Is, 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 do you hear those same conversations on the, on the movie side of things? Well... I don't agree. What it's like we just said. It's whenever you let a whole bunch of people in and right now the the music industry is just like everything else. If you got your money in it, you're a billionaire, you want total control over where your money going. So yeah. they know the audience that, that they're trying to attract, they know the message that they're trying to push. But it's a lot of good music out there right now. It's a lot of good artists, they're just not getting to play. The same way with the movie. There's there's artists out there that are making some stuff, man. You know, and I'm not I'm not gonna pretend to be cool with everybody in the industry and like we best friends, but there's a dude right now, uh Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Um God, how did I forget his name? <laughs> oh my gosh. He's just I mean, he's one he's got a, a movie out there right now and oh man, I wish I could remember his name. I'm not gonna even mention it because I don't wanna disrespect <laughs> him. <laughs> right. I can't remember his last name. Damn it! It's a movie on on the on the big big. No, scene? he's actually it's a short, and he's getting ready to write a feature for it. But he did such a good job. Uh-huh. It's a really good concept. I really dug the concept, and I don't ever dig these movies I see around here. <laughs> okay, never. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool as hell. I mean, except for the ones that you're in, right? Uh, sometimes no, I just take the check and leave. <laughs> I dig my performance, <laughs> right? You know, you say fast forward to my shit. Yeah, hurry up. Twenty-seven thirteen. Yeah, that's it. 27, <laughs> Twenty-seven minutes thirteen seconds. That's my shit. All the way up to thirty thirty-three. <laughs> leave it right there, and then rewind. No, I feel you, man. Um, hey, if you ain't got the confidence, who is? Man, hey, who you is? better. You better, cause their show try to take it from you. Who who's doing it? Who who in Hollywood is kind of, you know, in sports you always play the comp game, and you know I had a sports show for a while, and we always comparing, you know, old players to new players. Who who is uh Josiah compared to in this movie thing? Try not to be compared to nobody. Like I that's like that's that's who you wanna. That's who you want. That's how you want your your critiques to go. Okay, you know what? You you, you absolutely right. In in your field, you're right. I don't want to be compared to anybody. In, because in, when you do start to get compared to them, you got to realize now you're going up against somebody who's just as good as you, 
and they're getting paid and people know them. So why put yourself in that category? If you're going to do anything, the best part of being a reactor is being exactly who you are, but in the character of the person you're portraying. You're right. Not compared to. Who do you respect? Who who, who out there is some of your... Go ahead, give me a top five list. Who Josiah checking for when they when they drop a new movie? Uh, Actor, director, producer, whatever. You know, I'm I'm honestly open. I don't have favorites. I don't. I look at I look at most movies. There's only there's really only one actor right now who I look at and I look to whenever I do portray a role. I look to see well two actors. Um. Of course, I do research on Denzel like mad. I mean, okay. seriously, when I want to know, because he, he's got so many movies out with so many different characters right. that he plays right. that it, it gives you so much with just so little. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I really, I love that. Him and Idris Elba. Because to me, mm-hmm. Idris is the new masculine that they don't want. And he won't relinquish it. I don't see him doing anything feminine that he is outside of his beliefs of who he is. And he has said uh, such. No dress up movies? No, nothing. It, whatever he wants is what he demands. Like he said, don't call me a black actor no more. I'm mm-hmm. not. Like you guys try to pigeonhole those black actors in America. Like really, he said that shit. Yeah. Don't call me that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not from America. Like he said, I'm, I'm not fucking, he said I'm from fucking England. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, though. This is my asshole American side coming out. I can't watch a movie where the black cast talk English. Really? I can't do it. I love a sexy woman talking English. I can't do it. Now, I love it, man. Now, that's different now. Come on now. That's when different. When she's talking. That's uh, different. Yeah, I can listen to the men, but. But I can't watch it. I can't watch an English, Scottish, British movie. I just, I just can't. Really? And, and when the black folks are talking like that, it, it weirds me out, man. I can't lie. I can't lie. And I know I sound stupid, but I no, can't lie. No, it's like me though. You know, I love music. It's in my bones. It's in my whole family. Yeah. But there's only a few women that I can listen to sing. You have to be great. I can't. And you can be good at a recital. I have to leave. I can't listen to you. What you mean? I don't know. If with men, I can listen to a bad man singing. I've listened to Cisco. I've listened to that (laughs) a thousand times and jammed to it. But if you turn a woman, a subpar woman on, Fantasia, for example, brother, I can't listen to her. She's not a bad singer, but she's not great. Hold on now. She's not great. I mean, okay. I mean, but Fantasia, you can listen to Fantasia now. She got some jams. I can't, bro. (laughs) You can't do Fantasia? At all. Kelly Clarkson, she's a good singer. I can't listen to her. No, I don't. Kelly Clarkson does not. No, I give everybody their credit because I know how hard it is. The art is hard. Yeah. So I give the credit, but I need, I need. I don't know why. There's something about my ear nah, that nah. needs it to be great. I'm with you. I don't like that low whispering singing. That's not singing to me. No, nah, that's talking. That, that, yeah, that, 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 like, like, 
No disrespect, but but and, and she was down here for Juneteenth a couple of years ago. But Maya, yeah, that, that whispering yep. kind of high pitch. That's not singing, you know. That's not. That's just. I, I'm sorry, and 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 the gods are going to strike me, Janet Jackson. That's that's not really. No, that's not singing. No, you know, that's, that's breathy. That's breath. There you go. That's, that's harmonizing. All, you're breathing. Yeah, that's harmonizing. So I mean, you know, no disrespect though. I love her. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, I'm with you. Uh, but no, nah, I wouldn't throw. She fan- fine though. She I mean, fine as hell. You know, but I but, wouldn't throw Fantasia in that. Come on now. Have you seen Fantasia here lately? She can sing, but she, what I'm saying, she ain't no Aretha. Like that's my level of of where a Whitney, Mariah, like them the only people nah, I can I mean, really listen to. Nah, man. I, I get you. That, nah, Ariana Grande, I can listen to her. Really? You can do she that? can blow. Really? The girl okay. can sing. I, I ain't checked it. I ain't checked. For I can't her. like I, I can't do. I can't do too. Well, I can't listen to Ariana no more because like for some reason. Since I, you know, I started my meditation, there's a lot I can't listen to. <laughs> like, really, there's a. I can't let you get in my in my cipher, man. No, man, I can't, I'll bro. You. I I'll mean, really, you. I'm I'm trying to keep a, a, a energy level above a certain a point, and when you start listening to certain things, and like, it it takes me to certain places, and what we don't realize is that we are sacred beings, man, and our bodies create life you think about that if you take that sex organ and you put it on a woman's sex organ and you release in her you create a baby man from one cell so think about this not overusing that creation that is given to you sexually and being able to have that power when you're connected with the universe you could create anything you want you can create another human basically saying not draining yourself out, fellas. Leave yourself some leg power so you can get so you can get the real work out here and make the world move. Man, give yourself a <laughs> chance to succeed. Then drain it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did drain it. Then drain it. But yeah, man, it's I think everything lies on the level of just natural being. Just natural being. Being in the state of a natural human. Don't Try and do too much. We're human beings, not humans doing. Yeah. And, but I, I think that's that is like that's a key to Wait, so much saying, stuff. It's just just stop. Stop. <laughs> human beings, not humans doing. I like that boy. Yeah. You got some hot ones in here, man. I got I'm make I'm make a lot of snippets with this one. Um so where are you with the grind culture? I asked I asked my man, um, Corey Akers of Grand Gentleman is on the last episode. You know, there's this new 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 thought out there that, you know, if you ain't making money, if you ain't up at six in the morning, moving and shaking, you 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 lacking, you sleeping. What you doing out here? I'm grinding all day. I no sleep. I'm getting to it. All day every day. I'm on I'm on I'm on it. Where where are you with that? With with, with, with what you just said, we're humans being, not humans doing. Slow down, breathe. I'd imagine you're kind of on the other side of that. Well, actually, I'm not. So here's okay. why. If I believe that if you've got the energy to do that, then you should take advantage of every second in your day. Okay. I do believe that. Now, like I told you, I also believe in meditation and separation from this body. Mm-hmm. So there is a point to where I rest. 
But my greatest belief comes in my diet. Because if you eat right and you keep yourself at an alkaline state, you don't need a lot of sleep. And you can still stay at an at a energetic level. Because all sleep is is a fast. It's I mean, when, you're, when you're not eating right, your body needs to cleanse itself. So the more it needs to cleanse itself, the longer you sleep, the more sleep you need. But if you eat right, you don't need that much sleep, bro. You do not. You can get five, six hours of sleep a night, but you don't want to be up 19 hours in the day doing nothing, mm-hmm. especially when you have a goal. Yeah, I believe in the grind culture, but I also believe that there's a time to take something away from that grind in order to give the machine a rest. Yeah. Can't burn it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it, man. I'm with you. But that's why they call it breakfast. It's a break from your fast. (laughs) And that's supposed to come around noon. People don't even know this. Give yourself 8 to 16 hours of fast. I never like eating early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've always been a uh, afternoon, like 12, one. for real, I'll go 1 o'clock and still eat yep. breakfast. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Still eat bacon and eggs and all yep. that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've never been an early Mm-mm. eat soon as I get up type of guy. Nope. But I can guarantee yeah. you, if you do that and you put the alkaline foods in your body, you'll start sleeping four or five hours. I mean, it'll start scaring you. Yeah. But then when you realize what's going on with your body and you bouncing around, even in your condition, You'll feel the difference, bro. Yeah. It's just that, that difference in the food. What people don't realize is that 8 to 16 hours that I was telling you about, cancer cells are the, they're greedy. They eat more than regular cells eating your body. Mm-hmm. So if you can starve them out from 18, 8 to 16 hours, they die off because they in everybody's body, but they just don't get stronger and bigger when you starve them. So you give yourself 8 to 16 hours to eat, You'll never get cancer. And a lot of your cells will regenerate. But it's just a lot of stuff that we don't know, we haven't been taught, because they want you to go to the doctor. So are you are you uh uh you heavy on the the new gluten kick and the and the and the uh you know, the eating right and all the different diets and- I'm I am I'm in route. I do a lot of mostly fruits, mostly, honestly. I eat a lot of fruit. Yeah, and when I go to the gym to work out, I put protein in me, and I I still do consume some meat a little (laughs) bit, but I'm really I'm probably you probably looking at maybe twice a week. You going vegan here pretty soon? I just want to go all plant based. That's it, that's it. Because, I mean, that's what we. So do you? So plant based. So you would you can still eat meat? No, I don't want to eat long. No. See, that's another thing, too. When I say plant-based, I mean just straight plant. The salad. Straight from the ground. I, or, okay. But see, what they mean by if plant-based, I, like that. If I that, grow it, I ain't eating it. Well, well I, I, if I know the grower, I will, right. too, right, you know, right. to make sure it's safe. But um, uh, plant-based, these burgers and stuff you see, right. that don't mean that they was made from plants. That means they were made in a plant. And people <laughs> okay. don't, they're not understanding okay. <laughs> it. There's some plant in it, but uh, they're calling it plant-based because it was made in a plant. In a plant. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there in front of your face, bro. Yeah. It's not, hey. They hide in plain sight. That ain't no, like, 
I'm cool on that. I've always wondered, like impossible meat, like meat from a plant, and nobody's ever been able to break that down to me. And they put beet juice in it to make it look like blood. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just a little much for me, you know. I'll just go ahead and eat this cattle until, you know, I'm done eating it. Because I understand what, what the body is and how it does. And when I eat meat, I feel the difference. Right. But yeah. there's something yeah. in me that still wants me to eat it. Yeah. And until I get away from it, just like I did alcohol, you know, when I realized it was destroying the white matter in my brain, you really had to come to the thought that why the hell would I want that to happen? Right. Nah, man, just willpower, man. Give yourself a pat on the back for that. So people know exactly what it's doing to them. They just cannot, you know, just can't kick that, man. Well, I, you know? I think I already knew what it was doing to me. But to know that my white, I didn't know specifically it was destroying the white mass in your brain and mm-hmm. see what that where that white mass comes important to me is, is I'm an etherical being. I, I meditate and I try to connect with the ether and that destroys that white matter. And the white matter is what actually connects you to the ether. Yeah. And I believe that. So if I really believe that, why am I meditating and drinking at the same time? It don't make sense. So I can stop one of them and I dang sure wouldn't finish stop meditating. Talking to Josiah Overstreet. Yep, yep. Acting award winner. Where are actors at with like athletes taking their their jobs and stuff? They ain't happy about it. I mean, <laughs> would an athlete be happy if I was to go out there and run around and get a <laughs> touchdown and spike it and do the nasty dance in the Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't think he'd be happy. He'd be sitting at home pissed off like a mother. I'm getting his ninety four billion dollars for doing nothing. What about actors spawning off of? Reality shows. Hey, however you can get, you get it. it. Would you do that? Hey, it depends on love what the and reality is. Love and hip-hop called you right now? Hey, yeah, I ain't got no problem with it as long as I ain't, you know, got to do nothing against my morals. Yeah. I'm all gravy with nah, it. Nah, they want you to whatever. fight and argue every other episode. They want you to throw a drink on somebody, man. Oh, yeah. See, I ain't never seen that. I can't be on that no more. I can't do that. My energy won't allow me to do that. I thought we was talking about reality. That ain't no reality. (laughs) You know what? You're right. But you know what? You're right. That's kind of acting. I ain't never never heard of it. What's the name of it? Come on now. You heard of the love and hip-hop shows or reality shows? Man, I'm telling you, if I heard of my past by, I don't be watching. The wives of the athletes? Man, I couldn't even put up with my wife when I had her. Why the (laughs) hell I'm going to sit here and watch this man argue with him? (laughs) I feel you. That don't make full sense. But 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 no but overall no no problems for somebody trying to get in the game going through reality TV. No man, I mean I don't hate on nobody doing nothing trying to get paid. It's yeah. just what's not for me ain't for me. What's for you is probably ain't for you, man. We was all born at a different time in this universe, and it accepted us. Do you know how many people didn't make it? Yeah. How many sperm cells this just laying right there right now, still on somebody's mattress, <laughs> just looking up, can't get up. And we out here walking around and moved around and then lived a full life. They still stuck to the sheets. And off in there with the springs. <laughs> and we are we are lucky that we were born in the time that we were born in just to be born. So people need to understand that they, they look at their lives as being so small and minuscule when in the large part of things, man, like 
you were one of a and I just made that word up <laughs> of people who didn't make it and of ones who ain't even alive right now who did make it. So think about that. You sitting in the middle of that time. Well, let me let me hit you with this thing. I think you are you are a big thinker. And, you know, when you do get a grand scope of this universe and, you know, everything that is going on and when you find out that we've been floating drones and cameras over China for 50 years and they've been doing it to us forever. I mean, how big are we? You know, how, how what 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 type of move or what type of of mess are we making? You know, anything? No. Are we I making honest, a wave of anything? I don't. I don't think either way. And here's why I say that. Either good now, nor bad. Now, in our households. Neither good nor bad. I don't you know think so. Saying? The reason I say that is because there is no such thing as good or bad. I think that life moves in the direction for every man the way it's supposed to in his lifetime. I really believe that. And then the way you shift your energy, you shift that movement. But you've got to be conscious enough to be able to make that shift consistently because the universe, like I told you, we walking around and scientists have proved this in one big soup. I mean, you're walking around in nothing but a, you. We are in a soup right now exchanging this information, these ions mm-hmm. with each other because we're not giving off nothing else because it's energy. If I was not giving you ions, you would be drained by now. Mm-hmm. So we are in a soup creating our own reality right now. And that comes within time. So I don't think it's good nor bad. I think every experience happens with the reasoning to set up the next experience. <laughs> I'm with you. Because without that bad experience, you can't have a good one. I'm with you. And then that motivates you to move to get to the next good one. And then even the next good one motivates you to get to the next good one of what you consider as good. But if you considered all of them as good, it would just seem as one complete life. Look at life as one, one big game. Because when we get, the older we get, we stop, we lose that, that imagination of a child. Mm-hmm. And, and we start looking at everything as a work and as opposed to as a game. Because if you imagine if everything was a game, even when you lost, this is if now if you're an intelligent player, even if you lost, you find some way to win within that game. There's a lesson in that, man. Thank you. There's a lesson in that loss. Matter of fact, it wasn't even a loss. Thank you. It's That's always it a win. It's always a lesson. When it's a game, it's always a win. So look at it as a game and stop looking at life as work because. That's what's going to give you the fervor to keep moving forward yeah. and, and imagining. And because imagination is the main word. That's how you create. And magic is part of that word, ain't it? Imagination. A little part, little part of that. So with that being said, where do you, you believe in uh, the afterlife reincarnation? I, I believe reincarnation is a punishment. Really? Yes. It is a punishment for not doing for yourself what you're supposed to do while you're here because we all come here what people know as karma you can't you can't come back and experience something greater i mean what is there greater about what you experience here i don't know i mean just listen is my life great 
And is it exactly how I thought it no, would be? No, I'm asking no? you. I'm asking you what is in. So uh, I'm just saying. So since it's not great, and everything hadn't really worked out how I like it, I'm still here though. Don't get me wrong. I think it can be better. Yeah, I think yeah. But what is better? I, I don't see. I don't know because I mean. I don't know. I'm very happy with what I got, but I mean, I say, say I'm reincarnated with, you know, the same with a wife and three kids and my house is just bigger. How about that? I mean, that's a little bit, a little bit better. I got a pond and with fish in the backyard. Shit like that. But if let's, let's do this. If you're playing a video game uh-huh. and, and you keep dropping on the same level, Every time. What does that mean to you? I do something different. You're not advancing. Right. So how do I get to the next level? It needs to be the question. Reincarnation is a part of the game where you get dropped back into the same level. Now, how do I not get dropped into this reincarnation level? You're back on this earthly mode. Yes. Stuck to what... Some people say you can't get off of without so we, a rocket ship. So, so we in purgatory right now? I can't say that because, you know, I don't know, which I think are the three greatest words on the planet. It's I don't know. <laughs> right. I ain't afraid to say them. Yeah. At all. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I gotta... But what I do know is, is that if I play a video game and let's say I, I keep trying to, I cross this log, I'm supposed to push the button a little harder, but I'm tapping. Yeah. So I'm falling every time. <laughs> when I come back for the fourth time and I tap the button again, like I ought to right before I tap that button, I was like, last time now, I don't remember this, but something should be telling me I need to probably slam this button or, so or, I could jump. Or push a little bit earlier. See now, we're, when you get to that thought process, now you're moving forward. Just at being able to think about it. Yeah. Because you now you're able to start doing something about it. But if you <laughs> run around here like MPC and don't, I mean, just take what everybody say all the time and don't separate yourself from the masses. Don't separate yourself from your skin. Don't get in touch with earth. Don't get in touch with the trees, the plants, the animals, and think that you are the only thing in this universe because that's how we act a lot of times. Yeah. You are, you, yeah, you should have to come back and do it again. Get it right. But this time, come back as a dog or a cricket. <laughs> yeah, because you remember that time you stepped on that cricket and said, get the hell out of here. Hello, cricket. <laughs> Now, you're in the bathroom jumping around onto the wall and can't get out. Right. <laughs> At Cheddar's. <laughs> Shout out Cheddar's. But you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But if, I, say, but if I separate and do something totally different than what everybody else is doing, and even though they're looking at me weird, but it feels good to me, I might be doing what's, what's right for me. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Um if you if if you keep getting reincarnated and you get sent back to this motherfucker, yeah, some 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 ain't going right. I, I get that part of it, I guess. Um I guess what I'm thinking about that type of shit and, and you going from a whole total, you know, 
um, idealistic kind of, you know, worldly uh, standpoint of, you know, what's not happening because you haven't crossed over to that, you know, that upper room. I'm, I guess I'm kind of weird because I'm thinking of it like I believe in doppelgangers. Like somebody, there's a nigga on the far east corner of the world that probably looks just like you. Hey, this a mother right? in Cleveland, Mississippi looks just, just like, like me. you, right? Hell yeah. And so, and so, my point is, how many different humans, how many different characteristics and traits can you give one human until you completely run out? Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind right now, but as many characteristics as you have, I have. And the reason for that being is, it's only one reason, is that I am you and you are me. Okay. We are all connected. We are all the same thing. We made from the same stuff. Right. And that is why, that's why we fight. Because you got my soul inside of your body. Mm-hmm. which is basically a chamber, obviously, to keep you locked in is what it seems like. But we are the same. There's a light in all of us, bro. And it tells you in the Bible. Like, I'm not a deep Christian. Like, I don't doubt whatever people choose to do. Right. I know the religion. You know, I I don't, I learned it. But, you know, I don't call myself anything. Right. Because to identify yourself with something is to say that nothing else exists. So I, I believe that I, most things can exist. But in that Bible, it, it, it Jesus even tells you that when thine eye is single, that mm-hmm. is when you are God-like, bro. Jesus tells you that in, in the Bible. But you got you to gotta understand what he's saying. Now, who walk around with one eye? Right. It's talking about your pineal gland, which actually has a crystal on it. It's calcified right now, but... Your, your consciousness. Yes. But if you know anything right. about crystals, they hold information. They hold big... They, you, hey, in here, all over. Let me ask you this, though. Which crystals... Any crystal. Every crystal, though? In every crystal. Even though I was at Old Paris last week. Even those. Yes. If it's a crystal that was formed in the earth, if you put it under a microscope, you can see all of these different type of striations because of the way that it was formed. Yeah. And you'll know it's a crystal. But, bro, they use them for everything. I, mean, I, I get it. I mean, they're I, I, so abundant that we take them for granted. Okay. But your your it is it is look it up and take your time and look at it, but it is made out of a crystal. And when that that there is a sacral oil that comes from your sacral chakra, right, runs up your spine. And there are processes you can do to release this oil. Once it touches your pineal gland, mm-hmm. it starts to decalcify it. And see, there's also other things you can do to decalcify it through eating, like your toothpaste, the water you drink. The, there's a lot of things that we do to calcify that. Yeah. So once you get that calcium off of that, only then can you start to use that crystal. 
And once you light that fire, bro, you can't go back. You can't go back to being no regular person anymore. And I'm speaking this just from, from experience. That it's a light when within all of us, bro. But if it's out right now in everybody, in humanity, it's saying? calcified. The yeah. light is out. And it's that same light that Jesus was speaking about. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. When he came up missing for five years, uh-huh. people didn't know where he was, but they knew where he was. He was in Africa, man. He was in Kemet. Five learning. years. Yeah, he come up missing. We talking about Jesus? Yes. Five years? Yeah, they don't even tell you that in the Bible. And th- at this time is when he comes back and he's talking like a Buddhist. And and uh, and this is before, you're talking about coming back after the resurrection and all that? No, that? no, 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 no. Before, before that, that, when okay. he was a kid. Okay. There's five missing years in the Bible that no one knows about. I always wonder why we didn't get any Jesus the childhood years. They only give you a little bit of his history. Yeah. They never tell you he killed the kid too. I, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So yeah. they take all, they took all of that stuff to fit the narrative that they had. But if you really look at it yeah. totally, you start to get a picture that this man was he wasn't no Christian. He was an agnostic who is basically a spiritualist who yeah. is connected to the earth and believes in the spiritual laws and spiritual principles of the universe. And that's who he was. But they took it and they fit their narrative to it. Yeah. Now I'm with you, man. It can get deep, folks. Whatever you say, podcast. Uh, Josiah Overstreet, a great actor here in the 405 area. And we're just talking noise, you know, whatever you say. Just yapping. But it, you know... Acting is an exchange of energy, just like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And if you got a great actor in front of you, you could go for hours, just like we're doing right now. Yeah. It's like, that's how you know that the energy is right. You don't have to question. I did I did a couple uh, couple movies, a couple little short movies. It was some cast that I had met, matter of fact, with uh, through Kevin. Remember Kevin, we were talking about earlier. He, uh, yeah. he's, he's in California. He was in, um, in broadcast school with us. I met through him, and and we did a couple little short movies with them, and um, they they went to the O Triple C, they little film program, and uh, they was doing some short movies, and you know I got I got my little act on a little bit. It Feel was cool. good, Donnie, when you get to it see cool. yourself. I, I was told I did pretty good, man, and yeah, man, you know I looked I looked pretty nice on that camera, man. Yeah, I can't man, lie. it feels good when you do when you do what you're supposed to. When you learn your lines and you go and you show up and then everybody appreciate it, yeah, it always, it does. It feels hey, good or not. I, I can't lie. I got the big head like the first two times. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was killing my lines, right? I was killing it. And my third third little try, third movie that we did, uh, I was like, oh, man, I'll just, you know, I'll just read over it. Oh, uh, yep. I'll just read over it while we on, on set. You know, I'll just pick it up as we go while we just kind of shooting the shit. And then they go, what four or five hours went by. It, it came to to my turn. Didn't know a damn thing. <laughs> I think I knew that one line. You know, you get that one line. Oh yeah. You get the first the one line. You, like. you get the first line. The first line of of, of the paragraph. <laughs> I got that one. But yeah, it it was. 
And and yeah, it, it, knowing your lines, man, just the simple stuff. Hey, knowing the lines, know bring, the words. Yeah, man. If you know that. That bring everything <laughs> else along, man. Yeah, man, it will. You nah, it, like it, it was a it was a fun process though. It was cool. Movie making is pretty cool. It is take forever to do anything, but yeah, it uh, it, it, it's pretty cool, pretty fun. Yeah. It, it it is. It's like anything else, especially when you got a good crew. It make you want to do it. Yeah, but like you were talking about those butthole directors. You don't ever want to get on a set with them guys. I don't care how much money you're getting paid because they're going to make sure you earn it. Yeah. And and that's the best part about acting is you don't have to really earn your money. Right. <laughs> you sit right. around all day and then when – I mean, I guess you do because you really got to do the research. I, I I mean, so I guess you do because, I mean, I do. I do the research like a mug. I do a lot of reading and, you know – I go and find out stuff that I know other people ain't going to try. Sometimes it don't work, but, you know, you look like an individual who tries things and people appreciate that. What about the arts community here in Oklahoma? I saw that. I saw that. I don't know. You know, I'm sure it's pretty deep into what I know and what I understand right now. But the people in Tulsa voted to not have Tulsa King um, uh, uh, shot out there in Tulsa anymore. No, that wasn't them. That was Sylvester Stallone that did that. From he, what he, I hear, he didn't want to. He decided that he didn't. He they were going to shoot it, but he, it, not Sylvester Stallone, but his crew. And I think I heard from what I heard because I never went on set. I got offered a couple background and feature roles, but uh-huh. I didn't take them. Um, but for what I heard, he didn't like it here. He's miserable the whole time. And uh, I can I get it, but trust me, especially in Tulsa. Trust me, Sly. <laughs> trust me, Sly. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. And it, see, it, they should have had Oklahoma City King. Then you probably would have been right. <laughs> right. Sorry about it. You know, and, and right now it's a volatile time. Everybody in society hates each other. It's yeah. I get it. I get it, Sylvester. Um, but now I thought I saw something on the news where yeah, like the. The Tulsa Council of whatever, they thought that Tulsa was getting a bad name and a bad look. And No, they and, wanted and they, it back. Yeah. That's money. They don't care nothing that, about that, no that's bad what I look. Thought. That's what I thought. I all said, that money you, that thing's bringing here? I said, why wouldn't you do all you can to keep that, to keep Man, that going? Man, yeah. That, uh, that was a bad story because that's not what happened. Yeah. That was fake news. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> on whatever channel you watch that one on. Well, you know, who's bigger, Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I'm guessing. So, they don't so, know nothing about Tulsa and Tokyo. So why not? Yeah, right. So why not spin <laughs> the story and blame it on the city? Hey, right. you, you don't want the mayor to look bad. So we'll see, man. But now, nah, I, I, and tell you the truth, I kind of like that show. Tulsa King wasn't that bad to me. Um, I never watched it because they right. never offered any big time roles to any of the guys. around, And they that's the norm around here. You you can only get a small role. So did a lot you of did, times. did you go after? Did you know some folks who tried to get in there? And yeah, I know a lot of people that went. Yeah. They were asking me if I was going to go. I just, you know, the money I make in a day's time working on my regular job, I'm not going to give it up, right? For some money that for a maybe. Yeah, I, well, not even a maybe, but just a small role where it's not going to further my career and take that hit, you know, on that cut that unpay that day. Yeah, like they want to pay eighty dollars for ten hours just for extra, and then a hundred and fifty to two fifty for a feature. Yeah. Hell, I'm gonna make two fifty. Yeah, that's in a that's day and tough. maybe more. So I ain't, I ain't looking to miss work. 
Yeah, that's kind of tough. But, like, yeah, I still got to further my career, so there's some stuff you got to take. Yeah. But most of it I turn down and let them know. But I'll play the game. You got to play the game. It's like everything else. But you also have to – you got to stand on who you are, too, as a person. And that's – a if, if I give any advice, that's the advice I hope people hear and understand is stand on who you are and your beliefs because – there's a lot of people out there who really believe that their belief of you is stronger than yours of you. And they'll try to push you in that direction. And when you push back, a lot of times they won't like it, but they'll still give you what you want if you push back in a respective way. Is that more important than being a good actor? Yes, being a good person is always much better than being a good actor. No doubt. Because you the one got to deal with you at the end of the day. No doubt. And actor, that, that acting stuff ends when the camera stops. I mean, I hope it do for most people. All right. And we talked about you being on IMDb. Tell folks, give, give people your, your Instagram, Facebook, your, your, all your little tags, man. Let them know where to check you out at. And, and what's, the, what's the next move for old Joe Sy? Well, my next move, man, before I do that is uh, uh, I am going to be – I'm working on this movie for this summer. Okay. Uh, writing. I've already written it and directing. Uh, got a, a buddy of mine out of Kansas who's going to help me produce it and trying to get the cast and stuff now for it. So it's let me really put, exciting. Let me put my bid in. You, I'm, you, I'm a versatile guy. Well, you know I got you. Let me it put my bid in. It ain't going to be no thing. <laughs> Chicken wing on the stream. We'll write you in there. So what can you tell us about it? What is it? Is it a? Where we going? We going horror? We going? It's a it's a family movie. It's a bully okay. movie. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, it's about kids. Okay. You know, I've I got kids, and so I just try to write about something that I know, and a lot about for my first movie, and I know a lot about kids because I pay a lot of attention to my kids. I love them to death. Sometimes, probably too damn much, and uh, I just I I wrote about what I know and I wrote about the a few things that's been happening the suicides you know the bullying of of certain races of people that that is prevalent in society I put it in there because right now it's it's hot and and it, it it's honestly hitting and it I mean why not strike when the the iron's hot you got any actors uh actor chops you see in your kids no, they don't want to deal with it. They uh No. No, they they like they're really like I used to be. I used to didn't have the I didn't have the patience for it. But now I don't know how I got it. Like but Yeah. I can sit down, I can read a script. I used to not I really used to couldn't do that. But now I can take days on it and just kind of engulf myself in it. I can read books now and used to couldn't do that. Yeah. But I made myself do that. I, and the way I did it is I just told myself I like books. Like, seriously, that's what I was told to do. And it shit worked. <laughs> I like to read. That's a, I like books. Hey, man, 369, <laughs> brother. I work on a 369 principle. Right. And I got an alarm. Let me show you my alarm so you don't think I'm lying right now. 369, what's 369. that? 369. You see that alarm at noon right there? Okay. Twelve oh one and then one at ten oh two. Uh-huh. The three six nine is whatever my goal is for that day, 
or my long-term goal, when I wake up in the morning, I say it three times. Right. And at lunch, when days get when the day get hard, I say it six times. And before I go to bed to ease myself of all of that stress from the day, I say it nine times. And those are three numbers that have been found in the universe to be very successful. Three, six, and nine. They're universal cheat codes. Huh. And that is Tesla. That's from Nikola Tesla. Huh. And once you learn the value of 369, he said, you can rule the world. So you wake up in the morning, say it three times. Yep. And then. At lunch, because you know times get hard during the day. At lunch, say it six times. And then at bedtime. you go to bed, say it nine times. I made sure my alarm go off too. What you plan to do that day? It's not even just for that day. It's just for my goals. So with this movie that I'm making right now. I'm I'm thankful. I like I told you, I don't pray for nothing. I don't want for nothing. I expect it and I put it in the universe and I'm thankful for it. Like I tell myself when I wake up, one of the examples is that everybody in my my uh, universe and in my social cir- circle loves me. They love my presence and they need me. Right. Another thing I say about this movie, I say, you know, uh, thank you. For my three million dollars that you helped me make with my movie, the 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 the, uh, the uh, herd of people, right? And I say that three times, six times, nine times, right? And the right. thing is, is people want to be, you know, lazy when it comes to doing something that's gonna help them. But the universe only knows what you think about. When you put negative thoughts in your mind, it don't know that you don't want it to come to you, because yeah. you don't get what you deserve. You get what you are. Yeah. There you go. I like that, man. I like that. But like yeah, that. man, they can find me on uh three six nine. Yeah, that three six nine is powerful, bro. Like it's that's that's coming from one of the most smartest men ever. And he wasn't even a self proclaimed genius in that sense. He just he accepted it from people when they told him he did a good job, and that's Nikola Tesla. But you can catch me on Instagram at JoeOfficial74. It's J-O-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, 74. Two Fs. Yeah. Two O's and two Fs. There you go. JoeOfficial74. Check him out on Instagram. Facebook is Josiah Overstreet. J-O-S-I-A-H Overstreet. I also do uh, stand-up comedy. So if you guys got any corporate events out there, I uh, need some comedy. I got you on that as well. They do bar mitzvahs. Yep. All that. I even do reverse stripping. <laughs> Where I put my clothes on. <laughs> I start out naked. I put my clothes on. <laughs> as the show goes on, I slowly get dressed. Yes. <laughs> to the weekend. No doubt. <laughs> Give me a comic story. I've been heckled. How's that? Yeah, I went to St. Louis, and uh, I was telling a joke, and I had a girl raise her hand, uh-huh. and I thought it was weird because I mean, like, we ain't in class, so right. I called on her, I guess, still, <laughs> and I said, "You have permission to speak." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, "Did you say you was a comedian?" <laughs> I said, yeah. She said, well, when the hell are you going to start telling some jokes? <laughs> <laughs> where the funny shit happening? <laughs> yeah, needless to say, 
<laughs> I lost my cool at that time, and and I couldn't even remember my own name. Boy, right. I forgot every. And I promised the jokes was about to get better. Right, <laughs> but she fucked up. Yeah. Y'all thank her. Yeah, you can thank her. Get through my set. for me just getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid, bitch. Hey man, it happened, man. You know, like I say, you you you, you learn something, man. Yeah, man. It wasn't you know. a loss. Yeah, everybody do. You get your dick in the dirt, you get it dirty, <laughs> get up, clean it off. <laughs> move around with it I'm working on some new shit thank you yes <laughs> thank you for helping me with that one though we won't right. let me scratch that off <laughs> see I know that now I can say that now who are your favorite comedians out there oh man um, Chappelle yeah I only you know I find now it's the older guys cause I only deal with real I don't yeah I don't need I don't need nothing watered down. I don't want nothing that's over over sexualized. I don't need nothing that's over racialized. Right. Like when you get uh, black comics that go in on themselves because of their blackness, or Hispanic comics that go in on themselves yeah. because of that. Is I just think it's we're in a whole different time now, and we need to start we really need to start lifting ourselves up. Anytime you get out there and you open your mouth to somebody, like you need to be saying something that's going to help somebody. Like, So you're saying the whole, the black people do this, white people do that? Yeah. That type of comedy is get, yeah, getting played? It, it's because I think... But it's reality too, bro, right? And that, that's the No, funny. it's not though. Because... I mean, I mean, for most of us, you know. It's not though. Because here's the thing. When you like you were just saying about them slave roles and stuff and how I sound a certain way, yeah, there's even within those movies, those are over racialized because I'm from down south, yeah. And trust me, I know slaves and I ain't never seen no black people. Oh, ball, I ain't no, sir. Yeah, they we never spoke that way, man. Uh-huh. That was something that was made up to make us look a certain way because I was in a movie recently and I won't say which one and they wanted me to do that. And I told them I won't do that because that never happened. Well, well, I think the issue is at first it was white people playing those roles in the, in the first place anyway. Well, it, but right? no, I mean, when talking about with the, with the blackface and everything, no, and but they, even outside of that, when we did it, when they had us doing it, when yes, boss. Well, cause that's where we got it from. We watching them play blackface for years. Yeah. And so, and so, you know what I'm saying? It got into our psyche. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah, I didn't do that. I don't, I don't play that. I, I tell no, them I'm an you? organic, I'm an organic uh, actor, reactor, and I will not, I will not. Play because that. that's not real. That's not saying? real. I'm not going to do well, something that perpetuates something that is not real. Well, on a, on a comic, in a comic's point of view, like when a comic throws a joke out there about black people can dance, white people can't dance. That's reality. That's that's real world stuff. That's not nothing made up or just, you know, not all. That's one thing. You can't say all or, or every. But, you know, we understand the 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 line that's drawn between you know when a comic talks about you know black people when we cook it tastes like this and white people cook it tastes like that like that's kind of that's real life it is you know that's 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 really it is but those are things that you can't you can't touch on that anymore well i mean you can't even touch on stuff like because to put it in a category of white and black 
it it well separate. a com a comic would be probably the only comedy is the only but realm no, where that's not anymore that's halfway allowed now. it used to be untouchable but it ain't like that no more like really like dave Chappelle, you ain't heard anything from him anymore when he went in on the trans and he wasn't even saying anything i didn't really hear nothing that was he so wasn't terrible. even all he was saying right. was that uh, a trans girl went off on him in the audience and he was making jokes about it at first but once he saw that people were sensitive he stopped making the trans jokes right. and he was just saying I don't understand like why y'all so upset like I stopped doing it and they still cancel him yeah. they got on stage and tried to stab him I mean I don't know I mean can't, trying to cancel Dave Chappelle and he only did like six damn specials so the canceling didn't really work It ain't, know? but it's not just about Dave it's about killing the culture. Yeah, they I get want it. you to know it. that you cannot say anything without permission anymore. You got to have permission. I, I, I think I think the basic, and I guess that's the part that's getting played out because all we're left with now is the basic. Hey, look at that white guy. Look at the way he walks. Hey, look at the black guy. Look at the way he walks. And the whole comparison th- uh, uh, comedy. I think that is like you're saying. I think that part of it. Although it's real, it, it, it's it's steeped in reality in my mind. I think because that's all we're left with now, because you can't get nuance, you can't get specific, you know, and, and, you know, go after LGBTQ if you want to, you know, say something about kids if you want to. I almost think the black-white comedy is all we're left with, but I've seen plenty of videos where a, a white lady got on stage at a comedy show and was offended and stopped the whole thing. Asking why do you have to tell those type of jokes, and I doubt that's the only place that that happens. That that probably happens at a few places at a few different. I've types done of it before. I've been there. I was invited to a comedy show, and they told the uh, nigga jokes. I mean, they just telling them, and they was. I mean, just going, just going in. And so, as a, a patron, you invited me to the show. You should have understood. Come like, on, Joe, you did that? Really? You were inv- I put my feet on the stage, and I booed the whole time. I said, this is ridiculous. Well, that, okay, that's your right. I said, is okay. this all you, this is the only thing? And then he went, sat down, and somebody else came up and did the same thing. <laughs> and I did the same thing. This is ridiculous. Is this the only subject matter you have to talk about? You may as well come up here and say, fuck ass, shit, snot, piss, and dick. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Because you just came out <laughs> to offend people. That ain't even funny. But if it's funny, does it still kind of work? I, if it's funny, I'll laugh at it. I ain't going to lie. I, me, you can't offend me on any level. Right, because, I mean, Chappelle, even... I'm from the Chris, old school. Chris Rock, like, I mean... Yeah, you can't offend me. Cat Williams, they, they get... Even though Cat Williams, his comedy is, is... I don't know, he's not funny anymore. I don't know what happened. But, I mean, they, you know, in their heyday... He got beat up that time. You remember that right. kid beat him up? <laughs> It changes everything. That kid put him in the choke on camera. Yeah, and then like thirteen years old. Held it. They the same size too, so you give him a, yeah. you give him a half a, a half a, a pass, but yeah, he it, got yeah he got he, hit he the yoked head a you couple out. Times. Yeah, he yoked you out. But no, you you have no there ain't no pass at nothing no more. Like what we doing right now is gonna be totally scrutinized the minute it hits the air. It's gonna hit the algorithms. The minute you put it out there, yeah. it's going to go back to the powers that be. And then for whatever reason, if they have to, shit, they're going to start monitoring you. And they're going to start monitoring me. Yeah. So you just have to understand that it is the world you live in. And 
If you're going to say what you're going to say, you say what you're going to say. And if you're not, you better be smart about how you fucking say it. You see my Alexa dot sitting over there. It's, you see it over there just. I keeps my shit unplugged. Just glowing. I don't even turn mine. You know what I'm saying? I don't even turn it on. Alexa over there just recording. Me and my ex-wife used to be fighting so much. I'm like, they going to definitely get me for murder if I. <laughs> <laughs> the shit I done said. Yeah, I feel you. And man. knowing I wouldn't do none of it, but it's just the fact that you say it. I mean, cause I mean, tell the truth. Are you sitting there talking to your kids, what talking you to your lady, you and then an hour later you look through your phone and there go what exactly what you were looking talking about? Looking at cozy socks. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> right. I wonder how much them cozy socks cost. And then here come the cozy socks on sale. Yeah, like what? Get ten pairs of cozy socks for you and the yeah. whole family. <laughs> Even those pink bunny ones your wife was just talking about. It's, what? It's it's I'm spooky, like, man. Yes, they heard you. It's, it's spooky, man. They heard you. Where uh, did you see Chris Rock's the last one he did? I tried to watch it. It was not funny, was I it? I tried. I I I was sad because it wasn't funny. I tried. You could tell like his, I don't know. He was like nervous or his like his confidence wasn't there. Like his, it's like he it, was made to do it. It. Well, one thing I don't know if it's best to do live like television comedy stuff. I don't know if that's the best. I don't know if you should do it like that. Because he seemed like he was nervous. No. You know what I'm saying? No, that ain't why he, he was He seemed like he dude, was nervous, man. This dude, he's he, he been he, doing this his whole life. I know, but and, and I don't know what happened. He lost his swag. He why, lost, though? Because Will Smith slapped the shit out of him, man. And he knew in the back of his mind he had some Will Smith jokes. He, he, looked, he, looked, he didn't look the same. You go back to some Chris Rock's old specials that, that were successful and look at this one. He looked nervous. He looked... It wasn't in him, man. Yeah, I thought it, he it looked, looked nervous too, but I my reasoning it, behind it was totally different. What was it? I, like I told you, he looked like he was made to do that special. He looked like he didn't want to do it. He looked like he put a whole bunch of bullshit together and just went up there and didn't it, even go to the comedy club to try it out and see if it was funny. Well, well, he had been touring. Remember, he had been touring. After that, it happened. But I don't know if that's what he did on stage. Yeah, I don't know what set he was doing, right? Because that was horrible. That was not funny. That was not the. That was not the Chris Rock. That seemed like man. something. That seemed like something he was given. Now, probably, like you said, he was forced to do. Somebody Maybe, wrote that for him. Or, or like you said, he was forced to do it. Maybe he signed some contracts and had some obligations to do some stuff. And yeah, you're right. Maybe he had to do something. But it wasn't funny, man. It mm. was. I felt bad for him, and then towards the end, like when he was talking about Will Smith, he was messing. He he messed up a couple jokes. Yep. You know what I mean? And it just it didn't look the same. I ain't man. see the end part. I went to sleep on the shit. Yeah. I was looking at it the other day. I was like, should I finish it? We'll see. Later. It took it took literally thirty five forty minutes to get a, a chuckle. Good. Before before it, I really, yep it did in the yeah. beginning yep it took about a good thirty yep. minutes before you like, kind of left. Because see it was now tough, man. when Dave Chappelle did that one. Uh, eight minutes and fifty three seconds. Uh-huh. His was his was like that for a reason. He was serious, right? No, he was yeah. He With was, some he was, comedy in between. Yeah, he was giving game. But he was, this was supposed to be a comedy special. It wasn't good, man. It was horrible. I felt bad for him, man. Well, I didn't because, like I told you, there ain't nothing that ain't planned. Whether it's planned or not, don't matter whether or not you're gonna get a good performance out of him, because. He looked like he was forced to do that shit to me. Hmm. Like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I feel you. It so, was... 
It looked like he had an obligation to do it. It wasn't good, man. That's what it looked like to me. And there's always an obligation that you have to have when you're dealing with people with money. And he deals with billionaires. Like billionaires. Yeah. And so. Jewish billionaires, yeah. So he's he's got <laughs> obligations. <laughs> yeah, man. He does. You gotta He's got obligations. You better walk that line. Hey, and he looked like I'm telling you, he did what not look like he wanted to be on that stage, man. As a comedian, I know when I hit the stage, that's where my energy is. And you like you said, yeah. back in the day, he would be springing and bouncing yeah. off stage. It was it was tough to watch, man. It was it, it was gritty. It was horrible. It was tough to watch. It was horrible. Say what it was. I felt bad for him. <laughs> I felt bad for him, man. Shit, say what it was. Hey, whatever you do, say what it was. <laughs> whatever. <sighs> Come on, Chris. Bounce back, man. I don't know. We'll see. No, ain't no more bouncing back for none of those guys. It's over. What about Eddie Murphy? I didn't like the, the coming to America too. It's not. It's over for all of them. We're in a different time now, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna call for a different comedian. A little social media comedians. That's all we. It's left gonna with. call. I don't even know what it takes, because if I did, I would actually be able to transcend and get to that level myself. Yeah. But it's gonna take a different type of comedian. I still like to go to the Bricktown uh, uh, comedy spot down there. Just to get, you know, just to see some, 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 some stand up, man. You know, like I said, that's the last form of freedom that you got. And I think in a little, little small room, you know, where it's 20 people, you know, I like to think that it's some privacy, you know, involved and everybody won't nobody go crazy and, and, and cancel somebody, you know. Well, it ain't the 20 people in the room. It's the ones that don't look at it after they record it yeah. and take it and put it on <laughs> Right. That's when they get to putting the X across your name and your genitalia. <laughs> All right. And your genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Josiah Overstreet, man. Check him out. Yeah, man. And uh, a latest uh, filming, short movie, uh, feature presentation, commercial, whatever, man. My man stays busy. Yeah, check Out of Exile out. It's on Paramount, Apple, um, just about, like I said, all of the uh, VODs out there. Out of Exile. And what's the one you won the award for? Oh, man, I got a couple of them, but they're shorts. So you'd uh-huh. have to go look online to find them. Is that the one that you did with the uh, Amelia Earhart? No, that one hadn't come out yet. Okay. Yeah, we're getting that. That one's going through the festivals right now. We're actually going to be in Houston at the end of the month. And so. uh, South by Southwest going on right now, ain't it? I'm not sure. It should be coming up here pretty soon. Okay. Okay. No doubt. I don't think we got nothing in that one, though. But yeah, I've. uh, Man, I, I appreciate you having me, man. For sure, I've been waiting on you too. Been waiting on you. I know, man. We 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 missed uh, miscalculated the other day. That's but, okay. But uh, now nah, we got to it, man. It's a long time coming. Yeah, we got the mathematics right. But uh, but now, nah, man, I appreciate the conversation, man. And heavy thinker, dude. Heavy thinker. Not that much different of the guy I met about twenty years ago, but on a much bigger trajectory, man. And I'm just sitting here to. You know, to watch it all happen and congratulate my guy, man. And 
Yes, sir. Bring them on and talk about it a little bit, man. We got more work to do, though, brother. We do. No doubt. No doubt. Josiah Overstreet. OKC actor. Get with it. Appreciate you, brother. Live on the Whatever You Say podcast. We'll check you next time. Y'all be safe. I don't think it's white folks. I think it's Negroes. I do not think this is white folks. It could be. It could be white folks. But I think it's Negro. I think a Negro did this. Whatever you say. <laughs> the only thing about a man that is a man is his mind. Everything else you can find in a pig or a horse. Strong words, aren't they? But as long as you live, you'll never hear a truer statement.